following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Wednesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Major League record pinch hits in a single season. He still holds that. We're going to talk about the Rangers and the D-backs. Early in this series, it looked like the D-backs were in total control and the Rangers keep doing damage uh, on the road at home. I picked them back in August, so Rangers look like they're going to win it all. Still got some work to do. John will join us. We'll talk Major League Baseball, the Tigers offseason, and how the Rangers were built, and also uh, the young side of the D-backs. Man, good manager, uh, veterans, uh, guys that they discovered through scouting, and then draft picks that make it to the bigs and explode. Kind of defines both of these teams. We'll get to Max Scherzer. There's there's a big surprise. Pivotal playoff games, and Scherzer comes up uh, with injuries or has to pull himself out. We never lived through that at Fenway Park with Scherzer <laughs> and Verlander. Oh, my God, look at the pitching we had there. Anything you could do to stay away from that bullpen. Dombrowski was a wizard outside of the bullpen. Oh, my God. Think about the starters, JV. That in that run with Leland, you had, and I'm talking over multiple years, you had Scherzer, Verlander, Anibal Sanchez, who had a year where he led the AL and ERA, picked up David Price, had Rick Porcello. Look what look what all these pitchers did when they left Detroit. It was amazing. The best pitching staff I have ever seen, starting rotation. I mean, it was unbelievable. How many World Series rings? Zero. Should have had two. Yeah. Uh, well, the the one year where Boston, where, you know, they're in control of that series. And that still haunts. Scherzer, what said he was tired or something, right? Yeah, that's, that still haunts a lot of people that used to be in the Tiger organization. Like, what he did in that game, he came out when he was tired in, what was it, game four? Where they all he had to do was pitch another inning or two, and they were rolling, and they got into the bullpen, and, and you know what happened. But you just see signs of it again now with the Rangers. He gets traded over there. I, I just I don't. The guy's been a good pitcher. What did he win it with the Nationals one year? I guess they won the World Series with him. Right. There. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got one, but he's been successful. It just seems when the going gets tough, Max Scherzer gets going. It, it really does. And now, can I put that on a T-shirt? I don't care. Okay, but I'll give you twenty percent. Thank you, I appreciate that. Like but, eighty to me, just like the deals we do. It's uh, it's fair. But again, again, they they pick him up on the deadline, and 
he's hurt, and now he comes in and throws three innings, and he has back spasms. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do for back spasms in the final weeks of a season. I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's all I'll say is that it just seems like whenever there, there's a lot of. Um, they needed him, and he couldn't. He couldn't answer the bell. And it, it, when things get tough, it just seems like he fizzles out. I mean, it's the second time in the playoffs. Playoffs don't last that long. You got to buckle up. You got to go. He didn't again. Yeah, that's why. Since the end of their run, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, their run being the Tigers and watching what Scherzer Scher, did, what Verlander did. Uh, with the Astros, with Porcello. I think he won a Cy Young with the Red well, Sox. Well, I mean, you look, you look at Verlander. Did, did, no, did, did Porcello win a Cy Young with the yeah. Red Sox after he left oh, the Tigers? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you look at Verlander. You can say what you want about the guy, but he's a bulldog. He's a bulldog he on the mound. He wants the ball. He wants the ball, and he wants to pitch, and he does not want to come out of a ball game. And it, it's a you just look at the playoffs now. You look at baseball now. It's just it's there's a lot of garbage out there. I mean, you have all these propeller heads who are trying to save arms and what are they doing now? These kids. Oh my goodness. Propeller heads Pro- mean nerds? Yeah. Analytics? Oh, yeah. Then I we're going there. Propeller. So they're wearing the little hats with oh, the yeah. propellers. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to change the game. And they have changed the game, and it sucks. It downright sucks now. I mean, uh, when are you, you going to see another 300 game winner as a starter? Probably not. You're talking career. Yeah. Right. You're not going to see it because they oh you hit 79 pitches you're out and there's these pitch limits and I can see that in minor leagues for pitch limits because you want to preserve arms and I, I see that but big leagues when you're making you know 50 million bucks a year take the damn ball take the ball and finish a game take the ball Johnny well, where's the complete game it's not it, it's it's almost it's irrelevant now. It, because of the propeller heads. Because of the propeller heads. And Love that. that, we didn't have arm injuries like they have now. They're trying to save arms and injuries. Well, it seems like now there's more injuries because they've wussified the game for the pitchers. So what do you mean more injuries because they've wussified the game? They can only go a certain amount of pitches. So why would that lead to, you? Would, most I don't would know. think less work would be, Less injuries. But I would dare to fan duel it here and make a bet that there are more injuries now than there were back 15 years ago. I prefer DraftKings, but you can. Well, whatever. DraftKings, fan duel, you know. Fly by night, fantasy. But it just happens. It's it's just, and it's bad for the You're really angry at that. I am. I am getting angry. And you got a red wall in here, and it's just, I'm focused in on it now. On the red wall? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know this was turning into a therapy session. <laughs> John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio talking Tigers, will get to the World Series. Yeah, I, when you're when you see more injuries, I think it's the off season training. I, I don't think pitchers should be lifting as much as they do. I, I, there's a there's a limit. There's a balance towards toning and lifting, right? For a pitcher, I'm talking pitchers, not hitters. It's not, not my not expertise, you know. But I knew, you know, pitchers back back when I played, you know. But the pitchers didn't. I don't know what their off season regiment was, but it, it's got to be completely different now in what they're doing with these guys, because there are too many injuries, way too many, way too many injuries, and it's just not like the Tigers. It's all around the league because they all went after these propeller head gurus who can change the game for the better and all this stuff. And the game's garbage right now. I'm going to be honest with you. It's garbage. 
Is it coming back the other way? Are, are they, it is. The hitting is, and I are, are the analytics. Uh, uh, is there a realization that it may not be the magical cure all for every baseball organization? I believe it is. I, I believe it is turning, but this original turn started around t- 2011, where you, where when I was scouting, you could see it happening. Like all these younger generation guys who maybe played a little college baseball or had no sports within their realm, they started infesting the game. And now it's all of these guys and they, I would say not and mostly a whole, they've gotten rid of a lot of the people who were um, career guys that maybe were in the big leagues. And then they went on to the front office. You don't see that anymore, but Chris Young, I believe with the Texas Rangers as a GM, he pitched for Boach in San Diego. That's why I'm kind of rooting for him. Um, and, and then I'm a good friend of Boach, but you're talking about Bruce Bochy, the yes. Rangers manager. They're up yes. 3-1. We'll get to the World Series uh, in a moment. I think his managing of the series and lineups has been spectacular. Same thing with Lavello uh, for the D-backs. See, I, I still believe veterans, leaders, situational managing in the playoffs still matters in baseball. The analytics, to me, I've, I've watched this uh, every game, the World Series, and the playoffs have been really entertaining. That I the analytics don't appeal to me. It's still a gut on, hey, you know what, Garcia's out. Get your bat ready, right? Or that he feels this guy could have a big game, right? That's what managers are there to do. That's what they used to do. I think Bruce Bochy is still. I, I, I well, Bochy wouldn't come back unless he had full control, and that's why he wanted his own GM above him, right? Well, yeah, Chris was a GM. I believe Chris is a GM. I could be wrong there, but yeah, he called Boach and wanted him in. So I know that Boach has full authority. So he wanted full, he didn't want uh, GMs telling him play this guy against. Well, that's what, but that's what happens in most of the league now is that the GM has a red phone in in the dugout and they're telling the managers who to play In, in game. Well, did you ever see the clips from Joe Madden when he was, I mean, that's why he got canned with the Anaheim or the LA angels now is that all all of the uh, everything was going on in the GM box and they would call down and say this is who we want to pitch you know this is your lineup this and he had so he in had game enough. they would call him yeah tell him put this guy in yeah the, these are these are the pitchers that are available that day for you you know this is a lineup we want yeah the, and was Connor Stallions working for the Angels he could have been he could have was been he stealing signs. You know, he 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 has that. Like he, he wasn't has he that a marine? And the, they have a big marine base out in San Diego. I, I so maybe he was. You know, his dad was in the was movie only, Naked Gun, thirty third and a third as the umpire. It's only a thirty Enrico minute drive. Palazzo. Remember from, Rico Palazzo singing the national anthem? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think Pendleton down there is only a thirty minute drive to uh, L.A. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. I mean, hey, guess what? If I'm Jim McElwain, the head football coach at CMU. And I'm on the sidelines at the Michigan State game. And I see a guy in sunglasses, which, by the way, it was a 7.05 kick, so darkness probably came in to play around 8 o'clock. Uh, and I see a guy dressed in our coaching gear, what everyone's wearing, and sunglasses. And if I didn't know him, because McElwain, after CMU's win on Tuesday night action, which is really great for crowd draws, especially in the middle of a <laughs> snowstorm. Uh, that 
he said, I, well, I, I, if it is a sign-stealing guy, which I love how Connor Stallings, is that the sign-stealing guy? Yeah, that's him. So once you say, oh, I'm, I'm the head coach, all right, we're ready for kickoff, guys. All right, let's go. We got uh, coordinators here up in the box. We got the assistants with the signs, everybody. And I turn to my right, I would go, who the hell are you? Right? If I didn't know him. Yes. He had to be, and he was. He couldn't even get, you couldn't even get away with that at a high school football game. Standing next. Well, you could probably in a high school game. He was but. standing next to the coach. Yeah. So anybody, I've been on a lot of sidelines, and so have you as a, as a player on the field. There, you cannot, there are lines. It's a box for football. That you can't go inside that box. You can walk behind it because you got to get from one end to the other. There's a box you can't go in. Yeah. If you're media, VIP, recruits, all that stuff, there's a box. Yeah. So he has a pass on. I was looking at the photos. I agree with you. The ears are different. And his hair, he's bald in a Michigan photo from the week before, but he has hair. And then people on Twitter, which, like I said, hey, if you read it on Twitter, it's the truth. Finally, you agree to that. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> that they're like he's wearing a wig. So let me get this straight. Then, allegedly, Connor Stallions is wearing sunglasses, the exact coaching outfit for CMU, and a wig, and nobody noticed that. Who is this dude? And somehow it's connected to Michigan, yeah. and Michigan is stealing the signs for what? Michigan State. That, that Harbaugh two times. Well, you know, they champion. were top 10 team in September. <laughs> no, they, the year before they were. The year before they oh, were. Oh, I. The year before they were. Not that. I just, it's it, this, the top 10. Yeah, this, you, know, you know, you, you talk about the sidelines when I was, lived in San Diego um, and we both shared the call, the Qualcomm. Um, the old Chargers home, right? Yeah, we used to go, we used to jump on the sidelines uh, of the Charger games with we had big old forty of beer. We got caught a couple times down there, like on the twenty. We're sitting there with our with our with our our Coke, those big Coke uh, glasses. NFL, beer. NFL to get on the sidelines now. It is four. Well, it was then game. too, but. We had Trevor Hoffman with us and guys, and they'll say, look, go, what are you guys doing here? Well, we just walked out of the clubhouse and walked down, and we walked, and we got away with it a few times. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's strict down there, and I would imagine it's strict in a college game, too. You just can't. Well, like, but McElwain is looking right at him. You're not going to go, sign-stealing guy? What are you doing here? You know, you're, he had, where does he get the exact? So if Connor Stallions is this Navy SEAL black op, Boy, he's okay. really good because he, he, got the, he got the he got the guard man. He 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 looked legit. Oh, and then you told me you thought <laughs> that his 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 video recording device was in his sunglasses. Well, you know, is that, is that out of Jack that's Reacher? that baseball technology there. You can put stuff in the glasses. You can, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, you can. Have, they could have a camera in the glasses. There's there's no question they could have. And you, if you see the angle and the, on, t- I'm just the angle I'm, and the tilt of his head, hold on, I'm looking up paranoid. Oh yeah, there's John's picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, the I think this is all garbage. Head. So, so now, so now people are claiming it's Connor Stallions well, with a wig, with sunglasses, if you with t- a tilt of the head. Well, if you tilt to the left, you get 4K. You get 4K video. If not, it's 1080 when you're straight up. So and, when, and, he, and, when he was and, on the side, it's 4K. And if you turn to the right, it replays. Yes. To make sure you got the sign. <laughs> Tonight on Jack Reacher, Connor Stallions goes inside Gaza, inside Ukraine. 
Counter stallions is everywhere. Now, that man can solve all the world's problems if he one, can do one what they thing said about he, Twitter. he's doing. Now everyone's showing that anything remotely close to him where Connor Stallions has been. Yeah, the best, the best Halloween getup, wasn't it, this yeah, year? Yeah, well, he, uh, Superfly Hayes did it. Yeah, I did. I seen that. Yeah, he hung great up those job. signs. Yeah, great job. Yeah. It looked like a lot of people at that party, too. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All seven of you. <laughs> the party. So I think it was taken before he went to the party. He's showing the empty house. <laughs> and he's saying there's no one at that party. <laughs> That's like the Big Bang Theory, you know, like him now. Yeah, he's like, I think that photo John was taken on his way to a party, not at I the know. party. Hey, so you have a little fun how'd your here. party go? I won the costume contest. That's awesome. How many costumes were in it? One. <laughs> I saw a lot of Super Mario last night, trick or treat. Why? I don't Why? know. Why? I think it's an easy costume. It it's is. like parachute pants. I think it's an easy costume. And I saw a lot of 16 year olds trick or treating too. I there believe. should be a limit, age limit on should trick or treating. Be. You, you know, think? I remember when... 12? Well, I remember... 12. 12. My Shut wife and I were talking about it last night. You know, 7th and 8th grade, you wanted to get with the chicks, so you had to go trick-or-treat, and that was a good night, you know. It's dark okay. out, you're with the chicks. But, I mean, I have to come on. All right. Come All right, well, John, can I just say something here? At your home, I won't divulge where you live, in, <laughs> but at your home, were you on the porch? Like, I was. Yelling at kids? <laughs> I was, because a couple of them wanted to take three pieces of candy, and I was like, hey, listen, I, get, I told you two. Now, your sticky little fingers wanted three or four. You know, it's pretty uh, cool about pulling up the, the trick-or-treat at John's. Uh, the guards wave you through the guard towers. Yeah, you no. Can, <laughs> you, were you limiting candy, really? Well, I, okay, so yes, I was. I was. You know, a couple Tootsie Rolls, maybe a sucker, and then you say, hey, take two, and then the kid's got to sit there for seven seconds and decide what Tootsie roll he wants, or what sucker he wants, and blue red or push back from the kids towards you, and only two. Yeah, my my wife told me go in and eat dinner for a little bit, so I need a break. But you're hangry. No, no, my wife's five five star cook now. Your wife? No, I I meant like were you? She said go eat. So I ate, came back, and uh, we had a good flow for about uh, forty minutes. We had had seventy trick or treaters. You know, boy, I'll tell you what, Halloween is nothing but business at the Vanderwall. Well, it used to be uh, back in the day. My wife would go all out in in Halloween candy, big candy, big suck. I mean, the huge suckers. I mean, just top notch candy. It was really good. I mean, she so still you loves dialed it. down now to limiting two Tootsie to Rolls? Yeah, no. She, roll she, I went out and got the candy, and I got, like, to buy two, get one free bags. <laughs> you know. I said, when this is gone, it's gone. We're done. Lights are going out. Doors locked. We're not home anymore. I went to see my mom and my brothers <laughs> and getting into their house. I needed Connor Stallion's help because their, their lines are off. I know. Their you got to have the secret now. Their, their, their side door is never Their side door is never okay, locked. I know how to get in, right? <laughs> I can't get in. I'm texting my mom, and she goes, well, Bob will come get you. And I'm texting Bob, <laughs> and he, he opens the door like, What's the password? What's the password? Quick, get in here. We can't let them see you. I go, (laughs) I go, what are you doing? And I see a big bowl of candy. And I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I decided I'm just going to keep it for myself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he says it's too cold to sit out there and pass it out. And I don't want to keep opening the door with all those kids. 
Well, that's why I stood out on the on the porch there and had the bowl candy and you know, that was it was fun for about seven minutes. And then uh, I started getting a little chilly. And then, you know, it's always kind of aggravating when you see the older kids come on in. And then they, they, they want to grab old. the big suckers, you know. And, and I'm old. like, come on, you're not getting the big sucker. I'll give you a Tootsie Roll and a little, fro- oh. a little fruit roll up. That's it. You're not getting the big suckers because the little kids like the suckers. It's 12, uh, age limit. I'd start carding kids if they don't got a school ID. Yeah. So sixth grade and below. You know. Either in middle school or high school, no trick or treating. I, I saw a tw- and I saw a driver's ed training car rolling through our rolling through our neighborhood at peak Halloween. I'm going, okay, who's doing this? What, <laughs> it's the first time someone's <laughs> driving and it's it's packed. Halloween, Halloween. with some snow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with some snow, and I'm seeing a driver's ed car rolling down through, and I'm going, are you kidding me? I think and kids are bolting across the street, and I'm like, come on. I think for your eye racing, you should you should decal your vehicle as a driver's training car. <laughs> there are people who've done that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting to put on some, some sponsorships. Halloween, I, I take yeah. it you don't like Halloween. No. Neither do I. I'm not a, not I a think Halloween when I'm guy. a young kid and my kids are young, it was awesome taking them trick-or-treating. Yeah, when they were like six or seven. Exactly. At 12, I think past sixth grade, trick-or-treating should be banned for kids. And any adult who's showing up as one of the Super Mario Brothers Chances are he can't come within 500 feet of a school. Well, I saw I saw an FHC football sweatshirt, and the, and the kid had a mask on. He was big too, and I'm like, "Will you help out, Rogers?" Well, it had to have been a freshman, you know. But I would think, but I mean, it looked like. But they get a I'm bag thinking, of candy. They go, you know, it's Ada. Oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to say where you. Yeah, that's right. that, They go get a big bag of candy. Kids will go do that. They don't have to buy it. They're probably making 50 bucks in candy. They throw it in their bedroom. And yeah, their their family, their mom, no, dad are probably only limits. On the, I think uh, we'll, making one point five a year. They you, you and I should do. Candy. I got a good idea for next Halloween, John. You and me, we get we buy an old police car, and we're the Halloween police. <laughs> and have a rider truck following behind us. Anyone over twelve, you're going in the truck. You're in the truck. Just like the Lions game, I saw that they threw they threw a lady in. No, it's a rider truck. Was her paddy wagon? It's too late. These two ladies were fighting, and they threw one of them in the in the rider truck and shut the door. I was like, whoa! Did you go to the game Monday night? Did not. Sold the tickets. Uh, that's kind of tough. Are you off the bandwagon already? I am not, but you know, I'm getting I'm getting to be an elder here, and that had been a long night. It'd been a tough. Boy, night. Boy, between me. the long night for the Lions and Halloween on Tuesday. Damn, tough, Vanderwall, how old tough are week, you now? man. Yeah. Tough week. I mean, uh, don't worry about it. We got your back here. I do want to talk about the World Series. That's why we yeah. had you <laughs> come in studio. We got the Rangers up 3-1 and went away from your former manager, Bruce Bochy. We'll get to that in our next segment. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. Uh, also, he's been honored by the West Michigan Halloween Council for his dedication and commitment uh, to trick-or-treating and the celebration well, Halloween is like, like about celebrating like witchcraft, isn't it? Kind of is, yeah. It is. We're no, I agree with you. Uh, age limit for Halloween trick or treating: twelve, sixth grade, sixth grade. You can't after sixth grade. No, bring bring your school ID uh, to my porch if you want candy. There you go. Uh, we'll get to the World Series coming up. You have a Tigers World Series comment. You can join us. On the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843.
That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word huge to twenty one thousand. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Save big on fuel with M Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Leaving here, Better the Man. Album of the year, Killin' Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. Miss Killin' Time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. nothing to lose. Tickets start at $40, on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Shoot the moon at Clint Black and Josh Grayson, Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on segment two, our number two on a Wednesday statewide broadcast for the radio station close to you all across this great state of Michigan. Uh, go to thehugeshow.net. There, the free stream is live weekdays, 3 until 6. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Former Major Leaguer John Vanderwall, one of our Tigers MLB insiders in studio. Rangers, game away from the World Series. So in putting together, and we'll talk about the Rangers first, and then the D-backs. Because I think the paths are similar to where the Tigers want to go. Uh, what was the key, or plural keys, in the Rangers now went away from being world champions? Well, they put a lot of money in the offseason in this club. 
mean, who was the uh, – they, they had a starting pitcher they got from the Mets. He went down. They had a lot of pitching that they, they went out and purchased this offseason. And did they get Seager, too? So they went out and, and they had – they upgraded quite a bit. They had a lot of injuries. But Boach is a master. And Maddox, even their pitching coach, I think is pretty good. They were able to, to keep it alive. Their bullpen was good. Both of these teams only have two or three starting pitching, you know, pitchers. So they don't have a full staff. They rely on their bullpen. You know, what's interesting about Arizona, which I think uh, as a Tiger fan, you're going to see a similar build as what has happened in Arizona is that you went out and they're going to scout. They're going to amateur scout their tails off because it, let's face it. If, if your amateur scouts are not any good, it doesn't. I, I don't care. I don't care how good you think your minor league system is. It's just not going to work. And and that was the problem in years past with the Tigers. Their amateur scouting, in my opinion, was was well below average. So the guys that they brought in uh, were not good. The money, the guys they paid money to, were not good. And now the staff had to try to make baseball players out of these drafts that did not have the talent to be sustained major league players. And I think that they have done a very good job. There's some really good players now, as you, you know, you read in the office this past summer, that there's some position players that have done very well. I think, and I have never seen Jackson Joe pitch. I think he's going to be in the big leagues next year. I just, they had him out in the fall league. He finished his, whatever amount of innings they wanted him to get. You just don't do that with one of a first-round draft choice. They put him out there. So uh, I think if he does well in double-A and triple-A, he's going to be in the big leagues by July. So as a Tiger fan, you got to look at the Arizona Diamondbacks and go, hey, there's some promise here. I think that um, Harris has done a great job. They have increased the money they've given to their coaches and the money that they're they're giving allowances to each of their minor league teams. So they're doing it the right way. It took the Diamondbacks about five or six years to get where they're at, and they had, they needed some luck to get where they're at too. I mean, they were they're a final day, make it into the playoffs, and they kept on that roll, and they're in the World Series. And the one thing about baseball, you can do everything right, hitting or pitching, you can make the perfect pitch or you can make the perfect swing, and you can fail. So in baseball, the best team doesn't always win, and I believe um, you just you have a, a Diamondbacks team that was on a roll and. To be honest, the Texas Rangers went went up and down throughout the year too, and 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 they caught it on the right time too. So well, you mentioned Degrom, the former Met, and he, he he was a big money pickup. Got hurt, you know. Scherzer's out now with the back for the rest of the World Series, yeah. along with Adalis Garcia, and they went with their bats because you look, at, you know, Evaldi's going to be going uh, to clinch it for the Rangers, but uh, Montgomery, Gray, uh, Haney, uh, it's it's not a flashy. Uh, rotation, they win it with hitting, and, and they you, and they openly talk about that. And obviously, eleven seven uh, in that game four win last night. So they were the best hitting club, or one of the best hitting clubs in baseball I, uh, this past year. The Diamondback philosophy uh, when I was there was they did not want they wanted uh, players that could put the ball in play and did not strike out, and that's what they're doing now. So both teams put a priority on hitting, and they both caught lightning at the right time and got hot, and they're in the World Series. Now, I, 
I hope that Texas wins. But with Arizona, they have their two two number ones, or they say they really have two number ones. They're going back to back in the next two games. They still have a chance. So we'll you know we'll see what happens. Uh, you never really want to see a four to one. You'd really like to see the World Series go down to the seventh game. Um, for the fans, I would like to see it go down the seventh game, but ultimately, I'd like to see the Boach win it, win another ring. So you play for Bruce Bochy, and I think managers make a difference. Absolutely, they, they, the culture, 162 game regular season, spring training, playoff runs, a manager who's been there. Uh, Bochy has one of the great resumes of any modern day manager in baseball. You played for him. Uh, did you play for him twice? Was it San Diego and San Francisco, or just with uh, just with just with San Diego? Yeah. So, what was it like playing for Boshi? Just really relaxed guy. knew was knew the game really well. Uh, told you how it was. That's he was a he was a former catcher, so he knew the ins and outs of the game. But former catchers really make uh, good managers, don't they? Well, yeah, because they're behind the plate all the time. They can see the whole game. You know, yeah, you Leland, catch the ball every time, or just Leland, every Leland time. could see the whole game and not play Polanco when you could have clinched uh, the division. Uh, uh, don't get uh, Verlander up because you're saving him in that one game playoff or <laughs> the series you never got to. Uh, <laughs> don't start Kenny Rogers after the week off in the 2006 series. Yeah, but that, you know, but that that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what makes sports sports is because you second guess you managers, can second guess everything. I you mean, se- it's like you second guess Dan Campbell. Yeah. You doing your luxury club VIP seats? I don't. I have. I mean, he's. They're on a roll here, and, and I, I. I started reading some stuff about Peoples Jones. People, these these guys are way above what we are right now. They're getting. They're getting role players who can come in and and they're not only good people but can fit in the system right away and are not going to make any waves. That's what they're doing now. They're way ahead of the game, and I was, it's just so much fun to be a Lions fan. I love talking to football. Uh, I can't wait to, uh, you know, hopefully they're going to win every, win the division here and, and have a couple home playoff games because we have, we have season tickets, and that would be awesome to do. My buddy awesome Tyler too. Pettit told me, uh, he texted me after the pickup of Donovan Peoples-Jones by the Lions yesterday before the trade deadline he'll be able to return punts and they can use Raymond Moore in the offense as a receiver. That's another thing. And Donovan Peoples-Jones last year with horrible quarterbacks and no Deshaun Watson the whole year had almost 900 yards receiving. He averages double digits and catches. I, I think he's an unbelievable awesome additional weapon yeah, and for this team. As a Lions fan, that Monday night game was awful on the offensive side was, was awful. I mean, they, they did move the ball up and down, but they had turnovers, but two, three years ago, we lost that game and we won that game by 12 points. Should have, they Gibbs, should have scored at least 40 you, you points. Have to, one thing you have to say though, Jameer Gibbs, he's not buried. No one ever will be buried, but Jameer he was Gibbs outstanding. is, is a special cat. He can catch oh, the he ball. Is. He can cut in space. He has wheels to turn it on. Uh, you know, they get JMO just more reps Get a you know he was it's open exciting. one time on a seam route by six yards and Goff didn't see him. That's when you cannot be on your best on offense with the Lions, and you still get an easy win, twelve points, and right, you still roll out of there with a W. Yeah. You're six and two. Raiders fire everybody. Yeah, right. Fire their GM. Uh, fire their head coach. 
Harbaugh could be there in <laughs> Vegas with JJ next year. Connor Stallions is already <laughs> over there scouting. <laughs> Connor Stallions. With the new sunglasses. He was on the sidelines with a Raiders <laughs> shirt on and new sunglasses that can videotape everything. 4K. 4K glasses. Get them at Vandy.com. Yes, sir. You, all your secret stuff you need. Connor Stallions, tell them what you get at Vandy.com. All right, so uh, Diamondbacks, uh, Rangers, I, I think it ends in five. How long do you think this series will go? I believe it's going to go six games. I don't think that. I, I think they're going to, Diamondbacks are going to win tonight. They're going to bring it into uh, Texas, and I believe Texas will win it. Man, when you look at both of these lineups, I'm being honest. When, and it's all about culture and the right fit and teams coming together. When you look at the D-backs, who were only six games over 500, that, that tells you. They that lost nine in a row in August. The Tigers aren't that. And Tigers are in a, a horrible division, the worst in baseball. The worst division ever. Ever in baseball. 200, 100 lost teams. So, I mean, okay. You're getting a little red-faced. Pump the brakes a little bit. You're getting red-faced about the AL Central. Pump the brakes a little bit, because if the Tigers were in the East, they'd have lost 100 games this year. They lost, I'm tired they would have lost 100 games. So, so if, they, if they were in the NL West where the D-backs are at right now, how many losses do they have, 90? Yeah, I mean, they're not winning 77 games. I'm, I mean, they're winning. they're in the 60s. So, so pump kill, the brakes a little you're, bit. You're killing the Tigers. I am killing the, the blend a little play, bit here. Playoff but tickets next year for the Tigers? No. How long before the Tigers get to the playoffs? If they go out and, and purchase two starter, starting pitchers, possibly possibly make a run next year. But you got it's the pitching. It is all in the pitching, and they think their pitching is really good, and I don't believe it is. So it's a couple years. Are they going to go grab two pitchers, you think? No. They will not. You're not being positive about the Tigers. They think that they, I th- I think they, the, think they have the I arms to win. I think the trick-or-treaters last night, poaching too much candy, has really They didn't poach you. too much with me, I'll tell you that. But they think that their pitching is 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 solid and that they're going to win with that pitching, and I don't believe that. And I hope well, I'm wrong. that Mize is going to come back and Fajardo, right? Those guys? No. Turnbull? I'm just telling you. They think all that's going to come back? They and think it's all going to come back and they're going to get the, the victories that uh, the lefty – uh, what's his name? That's uh, they're not going to Rodriguez. That's going to that's going to opt out. They think they're going to get those victories and more. Mm. And they're and they're looking at the seventy seven games that they won in the Central, and they think they're going to be able to get that again, which they might be able to. But Literally, the White Sox are going to come back next year. They they brought in some some front office guys that are going to turn that thing around. Eighty six, eighty seven, win the division, guaranteed. AL Central next year, probably. I don't know. That that was the that was so much garbage in that division. It was hor- It was absolutely horrible. It, it really was. Was it the worst division you've ever seen? I have ever in, seen in baseball in, in your life. Worst. Yes. And you played in the big league. Yes. And you scouted in the big. And I watched. I watched the Tigers in the summer. I didn't in September because it's football season. Um. In the summer, I watched them religiously, and that was garbage. All right, I went to, and before we go, I know we talked about Connor Stallions earlier, and it came up in our conversation. Baseball, the stealing of signs. There's advanced scouting for baseball. Or do they still do that where they send scouts, go to the next series, and scout every game, and you know, give a report. When I was in advanced, we always we always had one guy who could pick signs up. I mean, it wasn't me. 
I mean, sometimes I'm not bowling with 10 pins and I can't figure that stuff out. But we had guys that could do it. I appreciate so that. Was, that was <laughs> that all they do is sit there and watch. Welcome back to the bowling finals. John gets a strike. He has only nine pins. Congratulations. There that's you go. So we, we have one guy sitting there, and that's all he's doing is watching the third base coach or watching uh, the man. Stealing signs. Inside. Yeah. And was we, and we had Stallions? guys. His dad, Bobby Stallions, used to be an advanced scout. It was Derek. Derek, Derek Stallions? Yeah. But so you would sit there in the opponent's stadium, yeah, and scout. It's legal. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And if, if, a lot of times you could pick it up because the baseball signs were pretty simple. I mean, and anybody had you do w- some. Was stuff there and, any unwritten rule where you can't cross a line on sign stealing? Yeah, you, you can't bang a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. Yeah, you can't bang a trash can, and the manager does. You know, he 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 knows about it. Yeah, you can't bang or have an Apple Watch with a buzzer. You know, they had Apple Watch. That's what they were doing. They had somebody that could watch the live feed, and they'd have their watch tape. This is what I think they did. And then if it was off speed, you know, they'd send them a text. You know, that's what they do. I mean, that's I think that's I what saw, they were doing. I saw the Apple because you can get the live feed in 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 the clubhouse. So they you know, they didn't have the tape delay. They were on live. Oh my god! So yeah, the, the stallions, the new Apple uh, sixteen stallions Apple Watch. That's yep. pretty cool. You can't do that. Stuff. No, and also Apple, if you buy the stallions Apple sixteen watch, free pair of sunglasses, you, they'll send you complete coaching outfits <laughs> to blend in with any team on the sidelines. Hey, uh, Superfly, I know we got to get to a break. It's John Vanderwell. He's a major leaguer. I know we got Mike Knubel, uh, uh U.S. Olympian, uh, NHL star. You know, you know, Newby? Yeah. You, you know, Newby? He invited me to a golf outing. What's up, brother? Oh, he didn't invite me. When, when did he invite you to one? About seven years ago, Bob. Okay, well, I'm, I'm still waiting for my invite. <laughs> I think I've talked to Knubel on there 15 years. I'm waiting for my invite. Hey, hey, Kenobi. Hey, what's up? Hey, he invited me to golf out. He never invited me to one. He's got the Connor Stallions glasses on right now. He can't see you. <laughs> he did play at Michigan. Hold on. What's going on over here? What if what if Mike Knobel is Connor Stallions? Yeah, uh, that's just I just they got to get rid of this stuff. Let him go. Let him play. I mean, I I am a Big Ten guy, and to me, they're they're trying to put the, this team down, and I hope that they can overcome it. And, and I can well. tell you with how crazy soap opera ish this story is going, it's diminishing the impact of what allegedly happened yeah. the more because this connor stallions is on the sidelines really i that i i find that hard to believe or or ball boys would listen in for runner pass and and signal back to the other sidelines that's a heck of a ball boy Ooh. bad boys would steal signs too no no they wouldn't do that you beat them with a bat not that you would ever hit anybody i apologize for that you would approach them professionally and say you can't steal signs yeah, Johnny, good stuff. Uh, you say I thank you again for having me. I, I, in. I think love the Rangers it. take care of business. Uh, how long do you think it goes? Six. All right, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio talking Tigers uh, and the World Series. Mike Canuba later uh, on this Wednesday broadcast. Remember, you can always join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at one eight six six eight three eight huge. Everything huge twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Every Saturday in November, two hourly winners, 5 to 10 p.m., take home a cool $500 cash. 
At 11 p.m. each night, one lucky guest wins a hot new Jeep Renegade or 15 grand. The Blaze Through Fall Jeep Giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment on Hour 2 on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Remember, you can watch all the football playoff games, all the fall sports championships at MHSAA.TV. Follow all the brackets at MHSAA.com and stay up to date daily at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. 